Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. John chapter 10. Very truly I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in by some other way, is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all of his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him, because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him, because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Now, Jesus used this figure of speech, but the Pharisees did not understand what he was telling them. Therefore, Jesus said again, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come so that they may have life and have it to the fullest. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he's a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They, too, will listen for my voice. And there shall be one flock and one shepherd." The reason my Father loves me is I lay down my life, only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my Father. The Jews who heard these words were again divided. Many of them said, He's demon-possessed and raving mad. Why listen to him? But others said, These are not the sayings of a man possessed by a demon. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? Then came the festival of dedication at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was in the temple courts, walking in Solomon's colonnade. The Jews who were there gathered around him, saying, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I did tell you, but you do not believe. The works I do in my Father's name testify about me, but you do not believe because you're not of my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. 
Again, his Jewish opponents picked up stones to stone him. But Jesus said to them, I have shown you many good works from the Father. For which one of these are you going to stone me? We're not stoning you for any good work, they replied, but for blasphemy, because you, a mere man, claim to be God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I have said you are God's? If he called them gods to whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be set aside, what about the one whom the Father set apart as his very own and sent into the world? Why then do you accuse me of blasphemy, because I said, I am God's Son? Do not believe me unless I do the works of my Father. But if I do them, even though you do not believe me, believe the works, that you may know and understand that the Father is in me, and I am in the Father. Again, they tried to seize him, but he escaped their grasp. Then Jesus went back across the Jordan to the place where John had been baptizing in the early days. There he stayed, and many people came to him. They said, though John never performed a sign, all that John said about this man was true, and in that place many believed in Jesus." John records a number of times where Jesus used the term, I am. And in using the term, I am, Jesus was tying himself to the God of the Old Covenant Scriptures. In Exodus chapter 3, the Lord revealed himself to Moses as, I am that I am. And so Jesus is tying himself to the I am revelation that Moses received in the book of Exodus. So there are seven different scriptures that refer to Jesus as I am in the Gospel of John. In John 6.35, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. In John 8.12 and 9.5, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. In this chapter, Jesus declares, I am the gate. And Jesus also declares, I am the good shepherd. And then We'll read in John 11.25, Jesus declares, I am the resurrection and the life. And then uh, John 14.6 records, Jesus spoke, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And then finally, John 15.1, Jesus declares, I am the true vine. And so today, in verse 7 of John chapter 10, Jesus said, Very truly I tell you, I am the the gate for the sheep. And once again, using these terms, I am, he was tying himself to the God of the Old Testament scriptures, saying, I'm him. I'm the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate, and whoever enters through me will be saved. He's talking about heaven, friends. He's talking about the only way to enter the kingdom of heaven is through him, that he's the narrow gate through which we can access heaven. And he goes on in verse 11. He says, I am the good shepherd. Remember, he called us sheep in verse 7. Here he says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. That's us, you and I. The good shepherd Jesus is going to lay down his life in just a few more chapters. Verse 12, the hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he's a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. 
verse 14, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. And so Jesus is saying many things, not the least of which, that there have been others that have pretended to be shepherds, but they were not the good shepherd. And he's saying that his sheep, his followers, know him and they know his voice. And so this idea of Jesus spoke in another place, my sheep know me and hear my voice. My people know my voice. So we should be able to hear the good shepherd leading us if we are followers of Jesus. In John 10, 22, it reads, then came the feast of dedication at Jerusalem. Now, the feast of dedication is not mentioned in the Old Testament scriptures, but it is a Jewish festival that is well known. This is Hanukkah. And so Jesus was in Jerusalem for the feast of Hanukkah. The reason it's called the feast of dedication is because the temple was rededicated after it had been defiled by a Greek ruler in a terrible way. The Jews took it back and uh, sanctified it and rededicated it to the Lord. And so Hanukkah, the Festival of Lights, became known also as the Festival of Dedication, hence the rededication of the temple. That's where the term comes from. So Jesus was in Jerusalem for the Feast of Hanukkah. He was in the temple courts walking in Solomon's colonnade. And he was asked by the Jews there, how long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Well, Jesus answered, I did tell you, but you didn't believe me. And so Jesus clearly makes the reference, I am the Messiah. I already told you I was the Messiah. So for those who believe that Jesus never declared himself to be the Messiah, they haven't read the scriptures carefully because here in John 10, he he clearly declares he is the Messiah. And he goes on to talk about the sheep once again, saying that those that were questioning him were implying that those that were questioning him were not his sheep. He says, you do not believe because you're not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. And so one of the hallmarks of a follower of Jesus is being able to listen to his voice and to follow him and to keep his commandments, keep his words. He goes on in verse 28, I give them eternal life. Now he's saying that he is the the author of eternal life. He is the arbiter of eternity. And if we come into eternity, we only come one way through Jesus Christ. But those who come through Christ Jesus will never perish. No one will snatch them out of his hand. He goes on to say that no one can snatch them out of his father's hand either. And so if you've been saved in Jesus, you can't lose your salvation by someone taking it away from you. Your salvation is a gift from God. And no one can snatch you out of the Father's hand. No one can snatch you out of Jesus' hand. That doesn't mean you can't walk away from them. If you choose to, you can. But no one can force you away from them. In verse 30, Jesus declares, I and my Father are one. Now, once again, some have said that Jesus never declared himself to be God. But here, when he said, I and my Father are one, the Jews wanted to kill him. And so he was obviously declaring himself to be part of the Godhead. Lord, we recognize that you are the shepherd of the sheep and that you are the gate through which all men must enter eternity. We recognize, Lord, that you are the only one who can give assurance of salvation and eternal life. Lord, we recognize that anyone who puts their trust in you shall never perish, and no one will be able to pluck them out of your hand or out of your Father's hand. Lord, we ask that you would save our unsaved friends and relatives and co-workers today. 
Lord, may they hear your voice. May they listen to your voice. May they come to follow you today. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.